0: Most business owners think that their marketing should feel new and exciting to them in order to be doing it right. In fact, they often think that if they repeat themselves in their content, they're doing it wrong. But when we market our business to suit our own personal needs of and newness and change, we forget about our audience and their needs of consistency and repetition of a message from a brand. Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online and build a business doing the work you love on your terms. Listen in for simple, doable strategies mixed with mindset tips and candid conversations with other entrepreneurs, all designed to help you turn your ideas into reality and share your passions with the world. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. In this week's episode, I'm talking about repetition in marketing and why it almost always guarantees success, but we resist it. Because the truth is once is rarely enough to move the needle in marketing. But the problem is that sensationalism and get quick rich stories make the headlines and rank in the algorithms like How this one email made me millions, or the exact direct message script that brought in $20,000, or my six-figure launch. And because we hear these stories, we want them too. And we mistakenly think that one action should create big results. And so we put all of our expectations onto one action, like one launch or one email sent about our offer. Or one mention of our lead magnet on our Instagram, or one valuable piece of content shared, or one invitation for our audience to go ahead and work with us. And when these one actions don't create the results we want and we've kind of been led to expect, we can feel deflated, rejected, and worst of all, we can give up. But what the sensationalist or big claim marketing stories exclude is. Backstory And there is rarely mention of the repetition of actions and I like to see this as the reps just doing the reps, of that were already taken before that big success, like the 100 or 1,000 emails that that person had already sent and learned from and tweaked and failed and did again, that didn't lead to the millions, or the 2,000 DMs that didn't bring in money. And then maybe started bringing in a little bit of money, a little bit of sales before then having that big result from one of them or the 10 previous launches that that business owner learned from and failed at, and then got better at that then lent them, that then led them to have their first six-figure launch. So let's look at a couple of examples here. One name you might've heard of is Seth Godin. Now, he's one of the world's most well-known marketers. He's published 20, I think 21 now, best-selling books. Now, Seth has written a daily blog post for, get ready, a decade. Oh my goodness. Now, one blog post probably wouldn't have really done much for Seth and his brand and his bottom line. A year worth of daily blog posts would have done more but a decade of daily blog posts, oh my goodness, (laughs) there's a reason his name is now synonymous with marketing. And he's helped, if you look at his Udemy profile, more than 80,000 people through his courses on there. So pretty prolific. Now, another example of repetition at work is the Australian musician Tones and I. Now, according to her Wikipedia page, Tones and I started her YouTube channel under her name, Toni Watson, in 2009, and she was doing local gigs, performing at some festivals and spent years busking. It wasn't until 10 years later, in 2019, after keeping going, doing it again and again and again, that Tones and I then uploaded her debut single, Johnny, and I, Johnny Runaway, to Triple J's website, Unearthed. And that receives lots of acclaim. And she officially released her Johnny Runaway single two months later, where it peaked at number 12 on the ARIA singles charts. Then a couple of months later, Tones and I released her second single, Dance Monkey, where it reached number one on the official music charts of over 30 countries. And sometimes it can feel like people just came out of nowhere and had these huge successes. But Tones and I didn't do one street gig and get discovered and make it to the big time. She did street gigs for years. And so, even though we know these things, why is it so hard for us to persist to keep doing the same things over and over when it comes to our content and our marketing? Well, really, there's three main mistakes that we can make. So let's take a look at these. Number one, is we can assume that everyone in our audience not only sees everything that we share, but also consumes it. Now the average open rate of emails is for some industries around about the 30% mark. So that's one in three people in your audience that actually open up your email and fewer are going to read it word for word or make it to the end of that email. Now, as small business owners and content creators, we can make the mistake of assuming that everyone in our audience takes in the full dose of all of the content we are creating. And to add to that, because we spend all this time and effort with our marketing, being so close to it, thinking about it, planning it, researching it, writing, recording, editing, by the time we publish that piece of content or promote our offer or whatever it might be, we can forget that our audience haven't been sitting by our side throughout that whole journey. They're just seeing that little dose that we've shared out there. And I've spoken with clients when they're in the middle of the launch and they're like, Emily, I've just been talking about this so much. I've been sharing it everywhere. And I go and look at their Instagram and they've done one post. But for them, they feel as though they have been sharing so much and talking about it because they've been in the preparation stage and they're drafting the content and thinking about it but they've only posted about it a little bit to their audience. And once it's really enough to move the needle in our marketing. We need to separate our input with the actual output and get realistic about it. And it can feel a little bit disheartening, perhaps, or a little bit sobering, like, well, what's the point of creating all this content at all if only a small percentage of my audience are ever going to see it and consume it all? But I like to ask what I think is a better question which is how often and how much of your content is your audience really seeing to delight them and encourage them and help them and let them know that you can and should be the person to help them. It's less than you think, which means that you need to do more than you think. And this leads me to mistake number two. And we can assume that everyone who wants what we have to share will take action straight away. And this is a bit like this, the Tones and I example. Tones and I might have thought, well, I've been performing for a year now. Surely if I was going to be successful, if I was going to be signed by a record label, if I was going to be have a hit, it would have happened by now. We can think that if our audience wants it, then they would have bought it or downloaded it or contacted us by now. But we need to remember that not everyone needs what we have to offer right now, but they might in the future. Not everyone can access what we have to offer right now, maybe with their time, money or other restraints, but they might be able to in the future. And also not everyone is going to resonate with the way that we are sharing about our offer or content right now, but they might in the future. I know that I have worked with people that I might have come across a few years prior, but just wasn't really what I needed or maybe just wasn't resonating with where I was at my stage in life or business then. But then it was a few years later and I've had members join the Modern Marketing Collective and I always go and look, okay, like when did they come into my world? How long have they been on my email list? And one of our recent members joined, she's been on my email list for three years. another one has said she's been listening to my podcast for two years. Now, if I had an expectation that one year was enough to do my podcast, or surely everyone on my email list would have purchased from me by now, then I wouldn't have had these fabulous business owners buying from me today. Now, because most of us are selling non essential items, I want you to think about the last non essential item you purchase. Like, let's take toilet paper <laughs> and coffee that is definitely an essential item and groceries off off the list there. But think about something that was more of a um, non-essential that you purchased. Maybe a little treat for yourself. Maybe it was something you invested in for your business. How long had that company been on your radar? Maybe a few weeks, a few months, a few years. And how many times did you come across that company before you purchased? Maybe it was being retargeted with some of their ads. Maybe it was seeing some social media posts. Maybe it was you visited their website a few times. So think about your own behavior. And how rarely do we take action straight away when we find out about a company? Now, the third mistake that we can make is that sharing the same thing feels kind of boring to us sometimes that so we don't do it. And as entrepreneurial-minded, curious people who love to learn. We love to explore new ideas and then share them rather than share the same content, the same topics, the same ideas over and over. But when we do this, we move away from our original message. And I've been guilty of this too. And our audience don't know what our focus is. Now we can give our audience whiplash by doing this because they keep getting pulled in different directions based on our current areas of learning and interest. And look, this wouldn't matter so much if what we're doing is for fun. But it's not a very effective strategy and approach if our aim is to build a consistent brand with a strong message and make sales. So let's take a look at how to harness repetition, keeping going, sharing the same type of content, the same message, sticking with it for a more reliable business success. Because we know how important it is to stay true to our brand message to continue sharing content and that repetition is so important even though it is arguably more boring and predictable than our entrepreneurial brains are typically attracted to. So let's take a look at three reminders that may help you on your way. Number one, change the medium not the message. So instead of changing up your content topics and changing direction, change up the way you share the content to keep it fresh for you if you need that. So You might play around between long-form and short-form content. Maybe you're going to do written content and video content. Maybe it's going to be to create carousel posts to feed your creativity. So stay true to your message, but you can change the medium up. Number two here, another reminder, is remind yourself of how many people there are in the world and how many potential clients there are out there that are yet to find you and your content. So put it in perspective, you have not saturated the market yet, which is sometimes what we think. We're like, oh my gosh, everyone's heard me say this before. In fact, you probably haven't even reached like 1% of your potential audience yet. So keep going, keep saying it. And number three, the third reminder is to play the long game. If you knew that some people in your audience needed a year or more to be in your sphere before working with you or buying from you, what would change? So, how will you now practice repetition in your own marketing? I would love to hear. Come and send me a message on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And if you would like some help with this, to drill down into your content, to create your own strategy that feels amazing to you, and that's going to help build the connection with your audience, to give them value, to share your expertise, and to really effortlessly and really authentically promote what it is that you do and how you can help people, you're going to love the Modern Marketing Collective. And you can come and join us right now and enroll today at emilyosmond.com forward slash collective. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Emily Osmond Show. I would so appreciate it if you could leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down past all the episodes to where you find ratings and reviews, tap write a review, and be sure to include your name or business name so I can give you a shout out too. You'll find my latest resources at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You have got this and we'll speak soon.